0: Pay for me to go to WTC, to to go to Warmasters, and then I'll, I'll do it, no problem.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 43 of Stat Check. This is Better Call Saul. Um, it's, it's the worst. I love it. Um, alternative titles include Call Me Maybe and,
2: and uh, Nerf all OTAN again.
1: Yeah, Nerf Otan again. That's exactly right. Um, Ancestral sentience, more like Ancestral Jail Sentence. Um, that's great. I hope everybody is having a great time. I hope any events that you were at this weekend went well. We are going to get straight into the show. I am Innes. I am joined by Jeremy and Anthony. Nathan, unfortunately, could not be with us this week because work reasons, I assume. And we're also joined by the best-dressed man in 40K, Mr. TJ Lanigan, who is here fresh off his win at the Richmond something-something-something tournament. Uh, Yeah, yeah, just Richmond, one- Richmond <laughs> Open. You, you almost had it. There was, it was like 15 there. lines in that text thing. Like it was like the Richmond Open run by or Open. something like that. Yeah, it was the Richmond yeah, Open but... run by away games, but like the name yeah, of the event. Too was was so many words. Like I got two words or one. It's all I got all I got time for my titles. That's um, so anyway. Welcome everybody. Thank you for being with us. Apologies that we are a couple minutes delayed here. Jeremy was having um, Excel is too big for computer issues. To call a mocking word is not bad. I like, do quite like that one. <laughs> uh I am watching back all Saul at the moment though, so that's uh why it was crash on my mind. Anyway, how has everybody been? Jeremy, Anthony, Anthony, you've been off for two weeks. How have you been? Let's start with you. I'm remaining off. It's pretty good.
2: I spent Saturday in the woods with no service. Uh Puerto Rabo's book is so bad that I'd rather stare at the mud than read it. So I learned that. Um what else did I do? I finished Betrayer. I linked up with a buddy and talked about how we're going to do an Argyle Tall conversion as a commission. That'll be pretty sweet. It's also not going to be done till like, next year. Um, so, yeah, it was Eric. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's when
0: the installment plans are done, right? That's when you get done with the installment plans?
2: Yeah, yeah, well, his uh, it's going to be his Golden Demon entry for Adepticon Singles next year.
3: Yeah. So, so, you yeah, know, yeah. about the same time that you'll get Codex, base, Codex Chaos base Marines? Crazy dog. Um, so, yeah, it's going
2: to be pretty baller. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, nothing else super interesting. We saw Demons today. That was really fucking cool. I'm very excited about that. Demons will probably be the next army in my wider collection. It'll be them or Custodes currently vying for who I spend money on, which is a... Wild
1: comparison. Yeah, you could you could have a steak or you could go to McDonald's. Like these are the choices you're <laughs> choosing between right now. You should yep. definitely consider McDonald's about equal to good the steak. Yep. Those so those are the
2: options of the armies for me to play. Uh to be fair, I've said this a couple times, but not like anywhere publicly. Like custodians can be interesting, they just haven't been. Uh there's a world where they make them like fast and dynamic and do a bunch of shit. And instead they've just been like drooling on objectives. So instead, hopefully, maybe now they'll be cool and interesting instead of lame, boring, and brain dead. So what do you the reckon theater, the odds are that they keep karate stances? Not great. Cause like two karate stances is about as much text as every other army's entire army and detachment rule. <laughs> so I doubt they stay.
0: Uh, we're gonna have enough cards too, right? Like, we'll have enough cards on the table already. I don't need be, any cards. Yeah, I hope know, everybody's really. got
1: their dual discs ready and waiting for 10 to Yeah, finish. yeah, exactly. That you check brand dual disc coming to the table. table. Like, oh, so that's, that, that's uh, what Richard Siegel had on his um Lucius Re on his Ranger, right? <laughs> yeah, on his Rangers. Yeah,
2: <laughs> they were Mars, I'm pretty sure. Mars, um, apologies. this ironically, this uh card you'll note is different from the rest of these because this is a blood tithe buff and it's the only one I've never used uh and that is (laughs) resurrect (laughs) anger uh it's
1: where it remains it's where you just use that one to stack your blood type points on
2: yeah it's yeah exactly it's a great uh like whatever like i guess it's the paper that is weighted i don't understand what you would use it for but yeah it's a a nice useless card that comes in the already thin world leaders pack
3: but yeah we'll see you didn't use it in any of your disciples games with the vibe check
2: no, Angron has never once been resurrected by me. If he dies, he stays there. Otherwise, I guess he's eat. earned it. Yeah, exactly. He has two states, alive and dead. This, this shit is how you score fucking ten on pile of skulls. Don't fucking do this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh Anthony loaned me all the rest of the cards, but kept that one so that I couldn't use it.
2: Exactly. It's true. <laughs> Luke has my entire world leader's army right now, actually. He has all of my cards, he has everything else except this stupid kid. uh don't play anger on it's bad for you kids well it doesn't you don't have an anger on either right no i literally don't own one i'll get yeah, so... one for 10th but um jim will finally get to paint a centerpiece model for me because it's like, the only thing that i never do i'm just like constantly only grinding you know the meta the grindlord lists and never the actual like fun to paint models um so yeah i mean if I you'd actually owned your nid army you'd have had a cool centerpiece models uh, I do own a significant portion of my new army. My Malicepter's in the other room, but it's not like a tyrant, right? Um, so, nice. yeah.
0: Centerpiece mm-hmm. stuff is like, he, he goes as far as Drazar, Abaddon, and, yeah, that's... My demon. No, doesn't
2: respect no base Karn, either. 60 million I don't have a Karn, basically either. What we're getting at. I have a Karn somewhere, but yeah. It's never really hit the table, though. It did once. I played it exactly once. And then he failed to kill a unit of Votan bikes, actually. And then I took him out of the list and he's never been back.
1: I mean, all very news on mine because Jeremy and TJ both had much more interesting weekends than I did. Um, yeah. I did basically nothing. Um, my mom was away this weekend, so I got stuck with the dog. I see stuck with I got to watch the dog. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, how dare you? <laughs> so I decided did some painting. I'm painting up a Gullivan and a chaplain for my terrible white scars list for my tournament this weekend. Yeah um, because I gaslit myself. And to be like, it's only a scottish major i don't have to win them all uh and then I'll i heard the about this, actually oh, oh you're gonna win in...
2: anyway it's
1: gonna be so sad yeah
0: i heard you and brian are taking some ridiculous lists and brian's like and we're probably still getting into the finals anyway i play against each other I'm yeah like, so i'm
1: playing white scars 20 terminators so basically wrath for Fathers list from um like a bunch of the uk events but i'm like playing a works version of it because i'm like i'm not like buying things for this uh so i like converted a chap i don't have any shooting and i have like a land sweeter storm and a land sweeter tornado and that's like it for shooting um so we go um so it's the basic gist is it's plus four to charge terminators and plus four to advance terminators when you and pass your spell i i built a lot of redundancy the list starts with four cp which i really don't know what to do with uh, that that's a lot for me
3: and <laughs> Look, his uh, Iron Hand's I mean, C- list started on none, so that's like exactly. infinite more. Uh, and then uh, you've got,
1: the, you've got this, the the Relic for plus one to cast. It's like a Warp Charge six spell, so I need to roll a five. So that's all my CP's going into. Like, he doesn't just, even just, have yeah. a dial that goes up that high. His dial goes from like one to three. Five, he doesn't even know. No, 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 because the Iron Hand's list doesn't often spend CP, so sometimes you just have six sitting there. My game against, uh, I had one game against a Dark Angels guy where we both sat in the deployment zone, and we both hit double digits, we both hit double dice CP, like seven each, which was just like, what's going wrong here? Um, but yeah, that's been me, broadly, not really done much. A um, bunch of prep work for the tournament that I'm running, obviously, Um getting everybody to do their lists and all like that. <laughs> everybody a baller to the White Scars manga directly, like, consolidate 6 plus 6 into your DZ. Hell yeah. That's a fun strat. <laughs> Wild we gotta have a good time it's gonna be great <laughs> all right jeremy why don't you finish finish off the main guys and then we'll get to tj's interesting weekend sure
3: uh my weekend was pretty straightforward uh i ran a gt at our local i was 34 players i think um most of them were regulars at the tournament there were a handful of new attendees just went really smoothly nice and you know five rounds wtc scoring um If you want to hear more about the event, you can read the UTC recap article. It'll be coming up later this week. Uh, But yeah, it was was a really fun event. Got to watch a lot of really high-caliber games. Uh, Got to watch Francois get absolutely scammed by the dice three turns in a row. Um, It turns out when uh, an orc player asks the judge to measure a charge, and the judge says it's 11 inches, the orc player will always say, done. Yep. Rolls three. Here we go. 12. It's
1: always on the year we go roll as well. They never oh, yeah. just fail the first time. They never. And this is after he like failed.
3: I think it was five out of seven charges. Turn one on his wall turn. <laughs> <laughs> I was just standing there thinking, you know, for a all, you you're in a really good spot, right? about now because nothing is connecting, and then turn two, everything. Ended. And suddenly he wasn't anymore. Yeah francis uh, yeah.
2: was only allowed to win that one tournament. Since then, the gods themselves have come down and intervened every time.
1: <laughs> he got his golden ticket and now Willy Wonka's like the other kids get to play with the factory right now.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although it was very funny cuz so this is our last this is my last event of night that I was running. Um the next event that I will be running will be most likely of- GW's release schedule seems to hint at a June release for 10th, which means that our next event at the end of July, uh, July 29th and 30th in Patawawa, uh is going to be a 10th edition event. Where, as we have been joking about multiple times, we're giving away four golden tickets.
1: Hell yeah. Oh, it's the best I don't part know is it's like this... three? You have two players, one extra guy gets one. Like, how do you need do... so like, 18? Do...
3: So, I wish the best, that best part, part about this worst possible time. The event originally was going to have fifty players and four tickets. Oh. What? At which point we said, no, this isn't right. So we expanded to ninety and we actually have the venue and the terrain to expand to one hundred and sixty. We just need once we start hitting those ticket numbers had one. It was three hundred
1: and sixty players run by GW. One. (laughs)
3: messed up they asked us how many tickets we wanted and we said hey it'd be great if we could get this many because we want to represent the ottawa scene we didn't realize that um that there were another nine tickets being given away in the ottawa area only and dan morris holy shit that is a very generous super chat. (laughs) really good friend of the show dan just uh just dropped a 200 canadian dollars uh super chat that'll stay up there for a while (laughs) love you dan we love Dance you a lot. Good luck with the World Eaters. The what? Oh yeah, Dan played World Eaters this weekend. What? Um, a and change I actually want to talk pace. about this cuz this was amazing. Yeah, so uh it was it was our friend uh Dan Morris's um uh the owner of my local game store, one of the assistant coaches that works under me, overall just an amazing guy. Um he runs events he he basically lets me run my events however I want. Um but uh <laughs> basically uh he decided that since it was his birthday weekend he didn't want to have his brain drop out of the back of his head playing five games of gene stealer cult uh and he had recently gotten his commission painted world Eaters army delivered to him so he played with his world leaders army uh and he made the decision to do it though uh two days before the event and so I had to give him a late list penalty he also did have basing so he was playing without paint all weekend strong Round 1 he lost he he I think it was 66 to 86.
2: Oh, pain. So
3: it was a 13-7, but it would have been a 10-10 if he had paint and not the late list penalty. So yes. that was okay. Uh, and then he won his next four games. Oh <laughs> yeah. And I'm most really of them convincingly
1: i Nick Lagmer.
3: I'm Yeah, a- like he d- it wasn't it wasn't a like an easy path through those next four games either. Right, because he went through as as uh, as Innes just mentioned. He went through Captain of Team Canada, Chris Haynes. He went through one of our one of the what three up, people right? that have won GTS in the last year in Ottawa, Nick Blackburn, and friend of the show. Uh And I can't remember his other two. Trash pairings, can. Yeah, trash can. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, massive props to Dan um for, for that, and thank you so much for the chat. Uh, also, Tim, why on earth did you send us money? I don't because he does it every fight. show. Yeah. I know, but it really just feels like money laundering at this point.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm almost <laughs> offended that Dan didn't ask me about World Eaters, but it's okay.
3: I still love you, Dan. <laughs> to be fair, I think he watched enough of your games and listened to you because he was playing it from having watched both of you play in person now very similarly. So he that definitely learned about. how to because every single person he played was like, I've never seen someone play World Eaters like this. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That sounds awesome. That's uh, so so nice yeah, that was my weekend.
3: Um, it was won by, the event was won by an uh, orc Josh, who played exceptionally well, but we also joke, coin flipped his way um, because he just went first in every matchup he had to go first in.
2: <laughs> Ryan and Alpine. He would, he would he'd, he'd just yeah. deploy
3: on the line, especially against France. He's like, I'm deploying on the line because if I go second, we don't have a game. If I go first, I can make a game out of it. And in every same thing against Tau, he was just like on the line. If I go first... I, uh, you're you're buried in bodies, and in both of those games, he went first. Um, oh yeah, and then uh, in his finals, he actually had a draw against uh, one of the team Canada members, John, who was playing demons. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, so that was that was fun. Um, we handed out some invites to our July event. That's my weekend, uh, and now I have a, a few weeks off. Like I'm playing in an event at the end of May, but it's a joke to me right now because nine doesn't count. Uh-huh. Completed,
1: <laughs> mate. It's over. Yeah.
3: yeah. Speaking, Speaking of Mike, T-J. TJ, what'd you do this weekend? Thank
1: you for being with oh, us, TJ. Thank you for to... with doing our introductions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I went to a 120-man event and uh, decided, you know what? Zinch is pretty good at uh, at those things. So it was Games Workshop Terrain, which is pretty awesome. Uh, Away Games was running it. They're like a catering company that, for 40K. So you just show up with a tractor trailer of just an entire event and they roll it all out and they run everything for you and then they just leave from once they
2: came is it like a Latin so, style they literally like roll a carpet out of the back and it just like pops up out of the yeah, it was,
0: pretty, it was pretty, yeah, just like that like the table pops up and the terrain's there with a chess clock and a dice tray and you, oh there, yeah
1: you're there with the zine army like all ready for the tournament in, the, in, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. in that area I mean, yeah.
0: yeah so um had some uh some pretty great games. I had some great opponents all weekend. Um, that actually, that orc scenario actually happened with Ganyo at his top table. <laughs> I played next in the finals and his opponent was like, yeah, I'm playing against guard. I can't win this game unless I go first. So I'm just going to put my entire army on the line. No one's hiding. No one's in reserve. If I go first, I win. If I don't, I lose. And then he just didn't go first. And Ganyo just killed like 700 points of his army on turn one. And he was like, yeah, that's
2: that's how it be so <laughs> just accepted his fate and
0: died
1: i mean do we have it yes yeah.
3: kudos yeah, to him for recognizing the win condition and just
0: yeah yeah i mean he was super chill about it too he was like yeah this is you know he's like i'm just happy to be up here because he got paired up because he was the draw so he got paired up to play against ganyo so he was, he was just like,
2: like all right fuck it <laughs> yep
0: yeah. so um yeah it was super cool i played um Let's see. I played Death Guard round one, Iron Hands, then Demons with some Scar Brand in it. Um, then Orcs, Chaos Knights, and then Eldar. Um, Uthway with some Eldar, uh, with some Avatar action.
2: So um God damn it, Chuckman. Yep. Mr. Shockman himself Death up the finalist. There's only one person that gets to go five and zero oh with an avatar on their list, and it's Matt. Yep. Oh, thanks, Nas. Uh,
0: hey, thanks. Stat check winning events, but Richmond gets IT scores. in. well, yeah, that yeah. happens. Like I said, away games just runs everything. I was very impressed, actually. It's my I like first I really like my IT points. I want
1: to know where I am. <laughs> yeah. And so, it's validation. I do. I desperately. Look, man, it's just <laughs> all about the advertising, right? Like, I, Yeah,
2: that's
0: true.
1: We win events here.
0: But, yeah, so I had a great time. Um, and,. Uh, yeah, I was trying my Zinch list with Bellacore. I had won a GT the weekend before with it, like a, a smaller one just to test the list with. And uh, I was like, you know what? We're going to test it out. This was Games Workshop terrain. And uh, yeah, it did really, really well. Like Bellacore single handedly won me like three games. Like, that wasn't was even Belicor. a question. That's so cool. So, yeah. but yeah, so that was my weekend. I had a great time.
1: Plus, dude, you got the, the Bellacore data sheet
0: yes yeah we can talk about new demons man i was pumped man that was a great reveal like the csm one i was like there's some really good stuff Abaddon's really strong like i really like the way abadon looks but then the rest of it i was kind of like dark packs are cool legionaries are not we'll see about a little bit later obliterators and then like i saw the demon reveal and i was like man the strat insane the abilities insane bellicor ridiculous Keeper, keep on looking at the next thing because that's fine.
2: Keeper can be bad. <laughs> it's all right,
0: you know. okay. right. It's got a
1: lot of rules, a lot of it's, fun.
2: It's, it's really good at not dying. Yes. And killing infantry. And yep. feel
1: of, of Pain is a stat line on a models still that big. Yep.
2: It's hundred percent. But I feel like I probably want slightly more out of my big giant greater demon than you can kill the fuck out of some intercessors.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He needs
0: something. Better. Like it doesn't go past strength 8, which is really scary. Um in the old days, that was fine. That would have been okay. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> yeah, though no. yeah, so it's like when <laughs>
0: you on fives is a little sketch.
2: Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah,
0: you just walk up to a land Raider and you're like um two. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe we so. in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so Scarbrand
1: yeah. looked pretty
0: good though. Scarbrand sure that one main blades on 5s. So yeah, Scarbrand looked real good. The only thing I can say about the reveal that I was kind of like, hmm, that's a weird choice that you would do this was Bellicor with uh, D6 plus one damage on his sword. I was like, come on, bro. D6. We, we were past this. Hell yeah. Just D3 a plus I like
3: the swingy. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why
1: do you like that? Why yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one else
3: does, bro. Because I mean, we play a dice game. The two I mean, of us on the top here are in agreement. Exactly. I think it's fine. It
1: makes him, you know, he keeps his ceiling. He loses his potential. He's a little less reliable. I think D three plus three was just in general a mistake. So I'm cool with it.
3: Yeah, I mean, look at Scarbrand. We went from D three plus three to just flat six.
1: Exactly. I would yeah. Have so they would have done the Belcour. same thing. <laughs> yeah, I actually, would have. I feel more... like Bellicore doesn't need more rules. Actually, that yeah, I feel, I feel like Bellicore's already got this whole thing of like you can't lose the game turn one, which is real nice. Well, you can, like, but you shouldn't. No, right? no, no. Don't don't think about it. Nobody's gonna. Nobody so would move six inches forwards and shoot you. But yeah, that looks um. Just think about the immunity yeah. the Vulcan infantry.
0: Yeah. So I was real excited about that. That was uh definitely a, a nice surprise for a Tuesday. We get some good demon, uh get some good demon reveals. So
2: I can't believe they're not even doing an army reveal tomorrow. Unreal. I
1: oh, know, it's ridiculous. What is it? Sisters? Yeah. Yeah, they're doing sisters. Brian will be happy. Even worse, they could have done agents. Brian, I don't
2: think agents. agents. There are agents. armies that are
1: cool that can use agents. Agents of the Imperium. I just think, Anthony, maybe they will make they will actually make Sisters Gold this edition as opposed to just, like, weird. Whatever they normally are. They yeah. were cool in, like, the Beta Codex. In, in Yeah,
3: that one was actually pretty fun.
1: When they had, like, weird, like, or acts of faith were, like, basically psychic tests. It was great. That one yeah. that, that was cool. You know, I think I understand why you guys don't
0: like them. You guys said you guys are, you know, the stat guys up top. And, like, they just defy all stats because they just hold on to dice and go, yeah, so this dice is going to be what I want it to be. And that's just is what it is. That's why I hate Eldar
1: so much. So, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. Both that of them, the is, dice mechanics
0: Eldar
2: are. way before they had Fate Dice. Sure. I but... was
0: there.
1: You're not wrong, but I but now he has a reason. Yeah, I was I'm valid. always happy to, like, continue writing on my little Dwarven Book of Grudges. That's fair. Yeah, that's true. Right, Jeremy, let's do the stats before we procrastinate long enough.
3: Let's go through this real quick, and then we can get back to some real discussions. Alrighty. Uh, So this weekend, there were 12 GT Plus events. Uh, Real quick recap. We only look... People often ask me, I got a couple messages in the last few weeks about events that didn't quite hit it. We look at 5 Plus round, 25 Plus player events. It's an arbitrary thing, but that's just what we do. We consider those events to be GT Plus, events with 50 or more players to be majors, and then events with 100 players plus and seven or more rounds to be super majors completely arbitrary but that's what we stick with and that's what we like uh so of that this weekend there were uh let's just take a quick look there were eight gt plus events and there were four majors uh two three three of those four majors all had more than 100 players but none of them went further than six rounds Uh, in fact the largest event which is 160 players in germany uh only had five rounds so there were something like five undefeated players at the end of the day uh so uh stats for the week uh i'm just gonna do the usual top five bottom five and the notable ones uh rounding out the top five uh we have world leaders with 36 players making up 4.9 percent of the player population with a 59.5 percent win rate uh no event wins Three top That's my boys. And eight top <laughs> tens for an over rep of 1.29. World leaders continuing oh. to go the four, the X and 1. Yeah, the whiskey dick of Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> Following that up, we have Chaos Demons with 62 players, 8.4% of the meta. That's a lot. Um, I want to say right so now, popular. they are like, the most popular faction on their own and the second most popular when you put Marines together. Which you do
1: because they're
3: yeah, even uh, so fun. popular, the Everyone next closest to, to them,
1: time.
3: the next closest to them is guard. Mm. And I'll go through their in a minute. But, anyways, 8.4% of the meta, 58.6% uh, win rate, one event win, which we have the man himself here, four additional top fours for an overrep of 1.25. High win
1: uh, rate, but not really converting them out. It's
3: basically the just there. Yeah. Uh, then we have iron hands. 33 players, 4.4% of the meta, so about half the number of demons, a 58.5% win rate, Ooh. but three event wins, five top fives for a 2.34 over rep.
1: Hmm.
3: So I Iron Hands won be a be quarter fine, of right? the events this weekend. <laughs> Iron Hands <laughs> yeah.
1: won,
3: sorry, one more time. What was that? Three event wins, five top fives, 2.34 over rep, and a 58.5% win rate.
1: And one in okay, four we're events won. were won by no, Yeah, three what out of the 12 events this
3: events? weekend were won by Iron Hands.
1: Mm-hmm. What was the Born yeah. Heroes World to
3: Rage win rate? Y- you mean Master Artisans were won, yeah, right Yeah, the
1: good one.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I thought it uh, <laughs> I seem to remember it's like 62%, but I'll just double check to make sure Not that so I am bad. actually correct about that. Uh, Iron Hands. All right, regular Iron Hands had a 55.3% win rate uh Master Artisans World Winter Range had a sixty-one point three percent win rate. So cool. you win ten percent more of your games just by switching to successors. I like that. You should do that. I hear it's pretty good. It, yeah, it is hurt. really good. And for the first time in many weeks, Master Artisans World Winter Range outnumbered the the Iron Hands players. Oh
1: shit! Very finally slightly, they released, released, but they, finally they're finally learning. convinced people. they learning. They're learning.
0: They're learning. They're learning. Iron, iron. It's scary.
1: It's Iron Hands finally won the war four on Four years Hand. of the Iron Hands supplement to finally get people off of playing regular Iron Hands.
3: <laughs> All right, yep. uh, number four in our top five is Gene Steeler Cult with twenty-five players, three point four percent of the meta. They're starting to really come up there. Uh, a fifty-eight point three percent win rate, but only one top four and no event wins for an overrep of point six two. It's because Eric was at a team tournament. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, and then rounding up the top five, we've got Astra Militarum, forty-six players, six point two percent. So our second most common pl- uh, player base. Third, when we put Marines together like we do, uh, with a fifty-eight point three percent win rate as well. Uh, and they had, but they had five top fours and no event wins for an overup of one point six
1: eight.
3: I don't know. Why I mean, is the Dark bottom, why is totally the, five the winning games sad. Just not
1: the winning tournaments thing
3: yeah it's not win like two events this weekend by the way uh tyrannis that is an interesting one they won one event and had two top fours with a 48 percent win rate and 3.5 percent of the meta so there How was one Star more tyranid player than gene sealer cult player Nid but they won be converting
1: better than you you need to buck up <laughs>
3: Uh, no, the other one that was actually interesting was Leagues of OTAN. That's the name of this weekend. Uh, 41 players, 5.5% of the meta. They are way up there in terms of representation. Uh, 56.1% win rate, two event wins, four top fours for a 1.51 over rep.
0: I, I saw think- that event win. That event
3: win it- was on War Games Live. It was. I think they need to be nerfed again. Uh, yeah, but we've got like a month left in the edition. Who cares? Nah, fuck them. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Tenth, they'll pay for the sins. I, oh, think I
1: think I and World Eaters should get nerfed in that we're watching World Eaters balance data slate that's coming up.
3: No, <laughs> <laughs> the, the one
1: they're keeping an eye on: World Eaters and Volcan. All
3: right, let's go through the bottom five. They just make me sad. Um, Actually, I'm going to go through like the bottom eight because they all make me sad. Uh So, uh, at the very bottom, we have Raven Guard, but they had four players, so I don't care. The bottom. Bottom, bottom, bottom. Army that had more than ten players was Salamanders, making Ooh. up one point eight percent of the player pool, a thirty-two point four percent win rate, uh, and one top four, which gave them an overrep of one point one nine.
2: What the fuck is going on? Uh, was it in
3: the Pacific so, Northwest? Like that's all I all I got. So actually, it was the Death or Glory Invitational that had like five Salamander players, or something like that. I just I was going through the stats. I was like, why are there so many Salamander players in whatever that is Midwest? Yes. Oh, yes. I don't actually know where that event was.
1: Maybe they read the list from the from the weekend before and were like, "That looks good," and then played it, and we're like, "And then just went for it." Yeah.
3: Yeah. Maybe. And then went. And then went on average two and three as a collective.
2: Hell yeah, dude. Uh,
3: following that up, a tier for our silver brethren, gray knights, twenty-one players, two point eight percent of the meta, a thirty-nine point six percent win rate, and no event wins, no top fours, but four top tens. All right. Nice. Okay
0: somebody of... knows how to play the army
3: yeah uh our, our cog boys adeptus mechanicus 10 players of 1.3 percent of the meta a 40.6 percent win rate uh, no event wins no top fours and one top 10 so there 0, was zero
0: one guy there this weekend with admec not only was he playing admec he had a flyer
3: <laughs> oh no yep what uh, I'm actually going to keep going up the ones that are below 45 because these kind of are very amusing. Um, Death Guard had 20 players, 2.7% of the meta, a 40.6% win rate, zero event wins, zero top fours, and one top ten. Rough. Yeah. I played that right one. In
1: Death Guard.
3: Well, Dark, Dark Angels. Angels.
1: That, that tournament win is just saying... What? Whoa.
3: What? <laughs> Dark Angels, 22 players, 3% of the meta so they are below I think helps. half of their peak of arcs. Um yeah, 22 players, 3% of the meta, uh a 41.6% win rate. No event wins, one top 4, two top 10s and it makes a 0. 0.7 over rep.
1: Have they considered playing Stalwart World in their fridge? <laughs> <laughs> How the mighty have fallen. Yeah, they they uh, we're so we're so happy to see it. It's yeah, okay. I, yeah, you love it. I feel see good
3: cuz I'm no longer playing the meta faction. Yeah.
1: I I have no 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 shame in kicking an army when it's down.
3: Go and play the Lion. Go, go and have fun. Yeah. yeah. He's primed. I will eventually paint him. Maybe I'll bring him he's to my invitation him. at the end of the lion month. Lion and 2 Talamasters, Jeremy, do it. I wish I could bring 3. Uh anyways, and then uh just to make McWorp sad, uh Adeptus Auroritas, 17 players, 2.3% of the meta, a 43.9% win rate, uh no event wins, no top 4s and a single top 10. In an ideal world they'd be worse, but alas, we got what we got. Oh, actually, let's make Anthony sad at the same time. Uh oh Jukari. No. 15 players. Know. 2% of them that I don't, up. I don't even play
2: Jukari, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. Forty four players still four and one. One
1: event Fine. win. You have so many four. messages about Talos be core that you're definitely still a Jukari
3: player. <laughs> yeah. What about my uh what about my sons, man? Uh your thousand sons? Yes. Your thousand sons had seven players so I wasn't going to mention them but I will do it just for you. Uh 0.9% over rep, uh sorry rep of the uh of the total meta, a 45.5% win rate. So they That's are back bad. in the Goldilocks zone. So they're fine. Yeah. GW fixed yeah, fine. them with the abhor change. Obviously the abhor fixed it. They exactly. were probably
0: before but abhor made them Yeah.
3: Uh Chaos Space Marines are sitting at 44.3% win rate. Uh one top 4.
1: Good luck. Well
3: done, mm-hmm. Uh The only other one of note is Orcs. They are sitting at a fifty-one percent win rate. They won one event this weekend and had three top fours for a one point three six over rep. And there were thirty-four players. Okay, but that's the highlight stats have, from the weekend. Orc players uh, are kind of
1: comfortably settled into the. We know our faction can win things, just most of us aren't trying that hard. Then I'm fairly. I'm like I'm okay with Orcs being where they are. There's a lot of Orcs at my event this weekend. Like.
3: Hmm. Yeah, there were three at the GT that I was running, yeah. but only one that was really doing well with them. Glasgow in the battle wagon
1: at my event next weekend—I'm very excited. Nice. Hell He's going to yeah, roll the one dude. on the disembark. Yeah, and kill Makari and the boss now, then Gaskell can get out all angry. Three Nail ones. Bit. <laughs> three. I really hope he rolls
3: three ones. Yeah. All right, that's everything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the assassinated poor helped my 11 character T-sun list sure yeah, wait. gaming but I still don't oh. win <laughs> oh alright uh, Seb I'll look at Harlequins Harlequins, Harlequins, Harlequins where are they? Uh, harlequins they're said no one played them <laughs> well, here's the problem is that you know, harlequins these days barely hit the 10 player mark so you should just don't pay attention to them yeah, uh, they're in harlequins... all the winning craft world lists so yeah, they just get yeah and that's the Elwar, thing they, the they are in all of the yanari and 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 craft world lists so they do just fine there but harlequins had 10 players and 1.3 percent of the rep uh, they had a 51.2% win rate, so perfectly fine there. They just didn't have any top fours, so clearly they're not Yeah. Con- con-
1: it's the problem with a small faction like Harlequins is once you're not the best faction, everybody abandons you and just puts their Harlequins into their elder right? army. Yeah,
3: like if we look anyway. at the last three weeks worth of data, uh, I might not be able to do this because it might not work. Yeah, I can do it. Uh, we only had 21 players. They made up a percent of the meta, but they had a 52% win rate. Hmm. Like 21 players over three weeks is nothing. It's more that they've just been abandoned wholesale in favor of, like, Swift Strikes, Masterful Shots, Light, which I see tons yeah. of.
1: Yeah, that's it turns out that, that list is really good, and, like, Vic's playing it, so you know it's the best list in the game. Um, yeah. True. <laughs> Actually, I'm so yes. Mad. I'm so mad, I love it.
3: <sighs> uh, so, yeah, that's the stats. Um, feel free to poke questions in either the Discord or in chat, and we'll you can come back to it during our regular discussion, but... Uh, Shall we move on to our meta and weekend discussion?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Indeed. Anybody got a particularly interesting topic they want to talk about, or anybody in chat wanted like start like listing off cool topics that we can just riff off of? I'm happy to do either way. Anthony, when are you getting a haircut? Uh, we are two pounds away. So hell yeah! Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm
2: uh, so excited for you. Yeah, me too. Uh, I am very over this.
3: I'm sure Hannah's yeah. very excited too. Uh,
2: yeah. I mean, I imagine she's not not excited.
3: <laughs> oh, she might like the hobo Anthony.
1: It's basically to think of the dump and the thing from the ring in the same room.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I'll see Anthony in two weeks, and I hope it's I hope it's a shaved, a, you know, a very kempt Anthony.
2: Yeah, back to normal. Yeah. Um.
0: Gonna open the door and Shaggy's gonna walk through him. Okay. Hey, it wasn't
2: him. Yeah, that's true. That was very good. That was good. <laughs> and they should tell us about his new demons army. I'm actually like doing that as a thing for Sigmar anyway. TJ's painting it, as a matter of fact.
0: <laughs>
1: what Wait, reveal did. have you guys been most excited about so far?
2: Uh, Abaddon or Bellacore?
1: Rapid good. Ingress, obviously. Oh god, fuck, that's gonna ruin <laughs> the game. That's so bad. <laughs> We are probably taking bets on how long and how hard rapid ingress gets nerfed. I think that might be a betting goal <sighs> we put together. Once we have a bit more of a, a bit more of the tentative rule, we get all the stuff, all the podcast so to put a bet in it. And for that, I reckon by the first balance data it's two CP yeah. and once per game. Get back in the boats, boys. Yeah, Someone for start. reference, rapid ingress is the um one CP deep striker during your opponent's oh, turn.
3: Sam, so why do you bad. hurt me like that? What do you do? Oh, I thought you were talking about that's the one the question where you... we can ask. That's I you're talking about we can ask you can get back
0: there. in the transport when
3: you get charged.
0: That shit's stupid too. No,
3: no they, we... they mentioned that that's just a something that a repulsor repulsors. can do, but they haven't actually said how it works. So I guess we okay. have to wait for the repulsor data sheet. I, a, yeah, uh, I am
1: very glad I have a painted repulsor because my desolation rings are going to be a menace.
3: I don't even <laughs> want to think about that. Uh, yeah, Sam Lemon asked, which podcast is the most dead: Chapter Tactics, Biff Bot, or Can Hammer?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: Nice. I feel hurt being lumped in with the other two.
1: <laughs> it's obviously
3: Fight Club. Come on. That's true. 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 Or Frontiers.
2: Oh, got him on his own thing. No.
1: How could Frontiers can't be dead if it never lived? Um, <laughs> oh. It had towers on it. Okay. Grant asks, what will you do the first time a mid player in the warp suit and heals your whole army? TJ, I feel oh. like that one's into you. Yeah.
2: What'd he say? want to. So when nids are going to hit you with shadows in the warp as demons and it'll just heal oh, your hard. whole army because it makes you battle shock. <laughs> I mean, the, if we're playing battle core, you just gets to re-roll those battle shocks.
0: So I'll be okay with that. Um, I'm, I'm just excited to um, see how much damage they can do when they when they do their once per game. Everyone on the table just gets just wrecked. So that should be really funny. And then I get to heal most of it. So that will be funny too. Like you'll be like, oh man, you killed all this shit. And be like, anyway, my turn shadow form so no, no, if they do it, it on freeze. you
1: you just heal anyway on that on that initial one like it doesn't yeah. even like it's not even a separate thing yeah you can oh, heal right, one, at literally at the same time yeah so they
0: yeah. kill it and then i heal it and then yeah well, no, battle oh, i just realized damage
3: to you <laughs> yeah all of those weapons that trigger battle shock on an impact oh, yeah, are terrible although and... i think all of them do have a choose a unit that was doing with this so you don't have to do it but it would be yeah. very funny if it's very, after resolving it's attacks. Like, I'm
1: not. I'm not playing my trap card. I'm not yeah. doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'll
0: just be looking at it and be like, "I'm sorry, you want to battle shock me, right? That's that's a battle shock weapon. Do you want a battle shock? Do you want to battle shock me? Do you want battle shock me? To the start yeah. of phase. Yep. Nids. Nids are gonna do the same thing. but like, "Hey, man, you got that once per game thing? Don't forget, Look, bro. It's turn one. I'm like, I know what it is. Shh. You want
3: to use it? Yeah, do you want to use it right now or never? Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I will yeah, say. No, I want to. I want to actually say this. GW has actually done an extremely good job of consolidating all of the information and all the previews into a single article that they've been updating every day. Yeah, where nice. Where you can just go through and it's it's the article is literally called Warhammer 40,000 new edition everything you need to know and it starts from the announcement goes through the initial new unit previews and then goes through and then links all the faction focuses in the same place and all that of is, the rule changes that they have like, has
1: a rolling article that they're updating yeah, uh, and that, that one's even better. Well. Yep, which has like everything like all the like stuff that was just spoken about like in seven mm-hmm. articles like that as well
3: Including Great links case. to every single article. It's Yeah, yeah. the so two of them were are... a little
1: spoiled having a bunch of people who are doing good things for us. Yeah Yeah, people taking the time to
0: take to take care of things that no one else wants to do like compile information
1: Yeah, yeah Yeah, I'm very excited for the things that I, I'm willing to bet there's a bunch of people us included or holding on to a bunch of cool things they want to debut because 10th yeah. is coming and they're like we'll just do we'll just start it with 10th doing a fresh data set fresh information yeah like like games workshops app exactly
3: because apparently the good. current app can't handle good. the new army rules
1: yeah that's not going to start good. using ttva properly this
0: time yeah, it, it doesn't exist guys
3: but it yeah, might contact lost. It's incredible how six faction focuses in. They still have issues with letting us know what the next faction focus is at the time when the article. Because they're drops.
1: trying to protect you. They're,
3: they're getting better. This time it was like a half hour after the article came out that they updated the sheet to show that Sisters was tomorrow.
1: I think we, it's... Should, we should do some overreaction. I you like I think Zeech is just gone from the Codex because it wasn't in that article. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, but they put the uh, the the um the bird is the yeah the bird's the on bird. the cover. Okay. The bird is, the bird is the cover, and they and then not in the allies rules. Yeah, no. they don't even preview as weapons. Nope. Don't remember, turtle is all that
1: exists for Emperor's Children. <laughs> yeah. Come
2: on, bro. <laughs> that <laughs> was
1: definitely a funny, like how bad is hmm. it to feel your faction's just gone, bro? Yeah, how do you how do you know you're not an Emperor's Children anymore? Like you're not getting battle line noise marines, I promise yeah. you.
3: Yeah. Oh, oh I just realized that. That is sad.
1: Well,
0: they um like they were like guys we need to show tubby i'm like oh shit! but his roles are still really bad it's fine just show the fact that he can use both hands and <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. like, to be fair, right. when you have this much muscle mass you gotta be because like it's really hard to reach over yourself when you're this yeah. large yeah you like can't scratch his back on. now with his knife oh. yeah he's got like got to be like knife. pretty ambidextrous yeah
3: i do like that they finally clarified in today's preview Finally, that you choose one melee weapon that a model is equipped with, because I was getting really tired of telling people that Gilliman and Abaddon didn't have like twenty something attacks. I
2: longed for the world where they the did. Number that of people sick. who genuinely that thought was that was actually sick. hilarious. In it discords.
3: would have been funny. It also would have been a terrifying world to live in. Just
1: like try to try to explain to people that no, you can't give your Chaos Sergeant two chain swords and he's got ten attacks. Like, that's Why just not? I- really be a
3: thing. That would every little... now and then at my GTS, I do have someone who walks up with the question of, "Hey, it says I can make one additional attack, and I have four attacks. Does that mean I make eight attacks with this guy?" Hell
2: yeah, <laughs> that guy's awesome.
0: You're in there, this like, case, he yeah, was a world yeah, player He was asking about his
3: right. Yeah, he was asking about his eight bound with an Inviscerator. <laughs> yes,
2: and he has oh. two. So he gets to make
1: two for every attack. He yeah, gets fifteen <laughs> attacks, right? Yeah. <laughs> now he was
3: asking me this in battle round ra- in in round three of the tournament, so I got really worried about what happened in the previous two games. Uh huh. Uh, he did lose those first two games, so I wasn't that worried.
2: Okay, so probably I not. did he but... lost
3: while doing that. We had, uh, um... he, he was running world leaders with chaos demons, which, as the stats have shown, drop your win rates. Hmm. Don't do that, kids. Yeah, we had uh, I, what meme,
1: I need to decide what meme to run for my last RTP. I'm currently on Nid's plan, but I could definitely meme it up with like Scott
3: just do then. just do like go back to the Yormagander and big bugs.
1: Yorm I'm tempted, but
3: I don't know. Do Gorgon. No, no, I have professionals have standards. Yeah, Grant, you never know what to ask what what until you ask what the TO will say. My player should shoot your shot. kick. that's what we call angle shooting in the business, Grant. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. If anyone who I knew asked me that kind of question, I definitely would be punting them into tenth edition before the event was over. Oh, although I... we are go ahead, orcs. No, nope. and it should play orcs. Look, there
1: is no amount of money on the planet. That's
3: just not true. You know that's not true. I
1: know it's it's not true, but it's it's also a challenge. It's like 50 bucks, if that. It's like a munchie box and a high five. I'm getting up at 6 a.m. I'm getting up for a 6 a.m. train to go to this tournament. No.
3: Okay, so two munchie boxes.
1: Yeah. Nope. Nope. I want a munchie box. I bought a metal hive tyrant for this tournament. I'm using him.
3: (laughs) Is this Maybe your like last nine, event? Five tyrant?
1: It'll be my last. It's the last one I have scheduled for ninth edition. I don't think I'm to so to anything after this, I think you guys are
0: all done, right? This is everyone's last event. It's, you have one more, right, Kyrie? Three more.
1: I have two three? more. I have this weekend and Ooh. next weekend.
0: Oh, Anthony's have... over there, like, nah, I don't even know what ninth edition. I think is. I,
1: have I, have one, I have
2: one more ninth edition tournament. Sure.
1: Yeah, you
3: have, Kansas doesn't count. You guys are just going to go and then accept the trophy and mean? walk away. <laughs> yeah. It's actually not an
2: event. It's a, like a coordination. There's, like there's you just two, get there. But there's two teams ready, at least that I'm aware of that will have to work when we play them.
3: <laughs> yeah, I've got, a, hmm, I've got an RTT health? next week. I've got a invitational GT for our league system at the end of the month, last weekend, and then I've got a team tournament on what is supposed to be the the pre-order day mm-hmm. um, that I'm driving that, s- that, we're that we're driving six that. hours for. Um, but we signed up for it last fall before we knew when the edition was dropping we just knew that something was coming we're like yeah sure we'll do it it'll be about the right time turns out it's a terrible time to go but we've already paid and booked hotels and everything so we're just like let's just go
1: yeah
3: i haven't heard that word in
1: a long
0: time rtt what what is that what is an rtt
3: well in this case it's actually just beer hammer in the basement and we're gonna play tempest of war because we want to just around for a weekend okay
1: rtt is a thing you do when there's only two gts a year in your country tj uh, uh, okay. All right. And you run one of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I've, I, I do to fill
0: the gap? Too. So, you know, I think I have Maryland Open, maybe. Uh, um, Maryland Open, Kansas City, uh, and then ACO, maybe. Um, ACO is like right on the cusp because like it's literally either the week before the new event Oh, sorry, the new edition or like the week of the event, so
3: it's like what yeah, the 17th,
0: it's,
1: yeah. It's the 17th. It's oh, it's that's a, just it's it's gonna, it's be a, that's gonna be a crap weekend for 9th yep. edition. Yeah, also, be like, like I've played like a week of of 10th edition now, I'm not invested in this. Well, yeah. it's um, yeah, it's also a frontline event, so
2: yeah, it is also a frontline event, it's also player placed terrain, but right. I think.
0: I think Sol- Solus is the head judge for it, so it's probably one of the only reasons I would go. Is I do
3: Sol- love Solus. Yeah. Solus is a wonderful human being, and I've heard through the Great grapevine that Solus is also being given more power in terms of making decisions on how the events are being run, Sick. which is just an excellent thing because he should be empowered to do whatever the fuck he wants with those events. Yeah, yeah.
0: but yeah, Atlantic City's rough because really like you're gonna use the right. same hall, and that hall is. Uh, oh, I think that,
2: that hall. I actually quite like the. ACO like, venue. ACO is just expensive as shit for what it is. Yes. yeah.
0: They also don't have streaming in that room because reasons. Oh, I don't mind that.
3: Uh, Dumfries asks, where's the RTT? Uh, it's quite literally in my buddy's backyard. Nice.
1: I have no yeah. idea which RTT is talking about. We spoke about like four RTTs there. My one's in Glasgow. I'm interested to see what Kansas City Open, the
0: singles,
2: is going to look like because... There's just singles away than that?
1: I'm yeah. going.
0: They added yeah, TJ
2: it. TJ's going to get a, just a team event. TJ's yeah. going to get a, a GW sponsored golden ticket for that one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, it's quite a nice feeling. I'm looking forward to finding out if we will be does of mine. Nas got his email a couple days ago, so nice. He got his for a to go.
0: I still don't have any of my details for my golden ticket, so you should maybe chase them. You have to like
1: send an email about it. I think so
0: uh Scari sent me an email and he was like you are accepting this ticket uh, and he's like you can go and i said yes i can go and that was the last
1: i heard from it so
3: i'm just assuming everything's cool you should poke him about that yeah i got given a
1: code and a contact email i was like you should contact this person about it. okay
3: yeah you're given a code and then told the email oh yeah, yeah i did that you.
1: i'm sorry yeah okay, so long
3: as long as they've yeah. given you that acknowledgement that's basically the end of it yeah, because yeah. uh barry bash didn't have the the funds to do any kind of support but yeah. they knew you were gonna go, cause
0: I definitely will. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't even no, asked if I
3: was gonna go um, when I won mine. They were just like, "Here,
1: <laughs> cool,
3: yeah." Oh, it's gonna be such a good
1: event. You, if you don't win that tournament, if you don't win a ticket, by the way, we're gonna be disappointing you forever. Like, you better win, kind of. Soon.
2: Yeah, we're gonna try real hard. There, I'm exact. There's two teams that can take it off us. There is Tundra Tactics, which is, to my understanding is like. Oliver Smith and Ganyo, and Cam and Eric and Brad Townsend, which is a really yep. good team. And then there is the like, uh, like basically actually Team USA uh, is running a team that Sean is playing on. So uh, that team is quite
3: good. That could um, be a real challenge for you, War Boys.
2: Yeah. So we'll have to we'll have to you know sweat and work in those two rounds. But I think pretty much any other team that shows up the event we will dispatch without too much drama. So. I'm quite confident in our unit it's uh, only
1: because uh it's only because um you couldn't get over there that's true that's
3: true but when i got a physical ticket i was very disappointed in that i really did want my yeah. uh, I, <laughs> I will say that was the one really nice thing about mine and yes i do keep this at my desk because it just is really nice that's oh, I really keep my
1: that. big metal thing like a close hand all times in case there's a parkour so that, that too <laughs> because
2: someone else has to pull the bed besides you hmm. <laughs> we were gonna go <laughs> okay.
0: We were gonna to try to make Ennis go. We were we were trying to convince Brian to, to, to come over to oh, the oh,
1: yeah,
0: yeah and, and snipe some tickets. Oh
1: he would have had to fund Pumba as well, 100 percent Oh <laughs>
2: yeah. It would have been a bit of a process.
1: I think it's okay. We can let Richard, we can let the art war guys have their have their uh have their nice easy layup.
3: Ooh, that's a good question, Sam asks, Is KC teams differential or win-loss?
2: Uh it's like a a bit of both. It's like if you win all the games narrowly one blowout doesn't break you or something but it's mostly differential is my understanding Hmm. okay it's like you can win four narrowly and have someone get dumpstered and then it's like close but you're probably fine i
3: was talking to someone the other day i was helping them get ready for a team tournament and they're like yeah it's battle points
2: no and i was
3: like oh no yeah
2: God, I wish. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, Casey isn't like that. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I'm not super familiar with it. I know they're, like, my understanding is that the table setup is, like, two of one layout, two of another, one of one more. And then it's, like, you pair, you know, like you would pair in five mans. Um, But it's not snaked. So if you win the roll, it's, like, you get first, third table choice, which is, like, what? Uh, But, yeah, well... We'll see how all right, it
3: goes. Dan Sammons is saying you can win around with two out of five wins with good differential. So,
2: yeah, that's what I'm saying though. But if you win four narrowly, you're fine.
3: Okay. But I,
1: yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, see. assuming uh, you know, that he's already the pack, he's just going to trouble the world years and get put on a good table and said, "Kill." Uh, yeah, pretty much exactly the same as Alpine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to be like, and then I'm going to bring back a fourteen and I'm be like, I don't know, I got crazy. <laughs> yeah. If,
1: right. if, if he gets Pugs, sorry back going to make man, sure he doesn't get his heart back. <laughs> right. I have the plug sheet. I sent it to Cliff, but I almost have a picture, which means I continue to call it the essence. Yeah. Get it. Cool. Hey, everybody. Thank you for watching StatCheck. We really appreciate you guys all being here. We couldn't do this without you, and we really appreciate it. Chuck a like. Somebody said in the chat, 50 viewers, only 7 likes. Come on, guys. Like the stream. It's not that hard. Thank you, Tim. Other Tim, not our Tim. If you're in a position to, we would love you to check out our Discord and our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash statcheck. That gets you access to all of us, almost all the time. We are perennially, terminally online, um, and you can massively chat shit with us or argue with us about anything and everything from 10th edition to objective control, um, which is Anthony's new favorite way to do math. Uh. (laughs) Otherwise, there's a bunch of things you can do to help us out on the side, which is just social stuff. So chuck a like on the video, chuck a subscription at the YouTube, anything like that. Um, I think it's follow on Twitch. Um, you know, I've not used that in a while. Um, but yeah, we would really appreciate that. Tell a friend, tell a friend is the best way. Uh, it really gets us out there and it's really appreciated. We also have a couple of other shows on the network. We have X and One and it In the Matrix. X and One is our bi-weekly show that's run by you know Cliff and Tim who are dads and operating with 40k within the framework of having a life outside of 40k, which is not something I can relate to personally. Uh, and uh, they do a bi-weekly show that is that was last week. Uh, and so there will be a show. And that was with um, Jim Stanley, who is a commission painter and all our wonderful human being, and also Anthony, who was there too. um They covered Anthony, do you want to very briefly talk about what you covered? Yeah, we went over
2: so Jim had kind of like a tumultuous experience in ninth where he was like not having a good time. And then like we started playing together and it went really well. And then he like had a bit of a rough patch again and then XM1 kind of like relit the fire and he talks about that what being a commission painter in the hobby space is like and things of that nature it's it's a really good show listening to Jim is great good.
1: and we also have Enter the Matrix which is the show that's run by Typhus of Team Poland and that is all about the team format and Warhammer within the framework especially focusing with obviously. Typhus recently put out an article at which you can find at stat-check.com/articles. Uh, which is all about um, pairing and building teams, um, specifically focusing on the Birmingham Team Tournament, which is coming up later this month. Excuse me. Uh, you can find all of our video, all of that, on either wherever you find your podcast or at youtube.com slash c slash check. If you're a Patreon subscriber, you can also get access to all of our bonus content, which is also on Patreon. We've recently released the full bonus episode for our breakdown of the Alpine Cup. So if you want to hear about that, that's the place to go. Finally, myself and Typhus both offer coaching. If you're interested in hearing from either of us in a more one to one, whether you want to work on um, gameplay, a list for a tournament, um, anything upcoming, um, preparing for 10th edition, all these kinds of things, do reach out. We would love to hear from you. That is statdashcheckcom slash coaching or email us at coaching at stat We would love to hear from you. Uh, it's been a really, um, really productive couple of weeks recently with um, helping a bunch of people out with Iron Hands, which is, you know, tell help them, help them to stand still and shoot, uh, but in really cool and interesting ways um yeah that that article uh, as content law says that article by typhus is still, it was a really good read i've been doing team format for like a decade now and i was i was learning things from him it was a pleasure to work with him uh if you're interested in team coaching at all i would definitely recommend you check out typhus he has a wonderful way for the thing
2: even just doing a team event with the those boys was super like enlightening <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it's definitely like oh there is things i can take from this despite having done this for a long time uh, hopefully the same went backwards, because you know you always try to be learning and teaching, right? Right. Like I learned a bunch of stuff from Anthony, like how you can just say all your matrices are yellow and win anyway, and people will think you're a hero. Uh, you know, you're <laughs> actually creating your matrix, you're just lying.
2: <laughs> I can't account for the fact that my opponent's going to make mistakes, I just don't know where they're going to make them, and how many points that's going to get me, I'm giving you a floor, I'll bring back the floor. Sometimes you do
3: always have to take that into consideration, like that Sometimes they make no mistakes, and it's a ten. Yeah, i'm getting
2: I'm getting you eight to twelve, bro on the bottom. But you know, sometimes someone fucks around and then they find out, and maybe demo charges aren't super good into eight bound
1: and you get a twenty. So it'd be like that sometimes. It do be like that sometimes. So thank you, everybody. As I said, uh, it's always a pleasure to be here every week. We are going to roll very quickly over into discord questions if you have a question and you're not in the discord you can chuck it in the chat we will get around to it as many as we have time for if you really want to make sure it gets answered and you're on the discord check us a super chat and we will 100 answer your questions but otherwise we're going to be rolling into the discord questions now um let's go and find the
3: discord questions. i'll kick it off uh, i all open here uh all right uh this is kind of continuing a conversation that we trailed off at the end of the last episode but I do wanted to I wanted to bring it back up because it is an interesting discussion Uh, how would you all propose any new league circuit whatever deal with bad actors bad sports repeated reputed or confirmed cheaters and so on Um, this is asked in the context of the UTC the unified tournament circuit kicking off in the northeast of the US and eastern Canada
1: I as far as like the Scotland scene goes we have a, like a tournament a TO chat that we just keep a log of anybody who's gotten yellow cards, and then if they hit like a couple of yellow cards over a period, they start on a yellow at the next event. And that's kind of all you can do. Like it's not public facing because you don't really want to get in crap for it, but and you don't want people to know that they're starting on yellows because you know you want like it's nice to have a review, but you don't necessarily want them to like know in advance that they people are being warned about them um without like the context on it but it's it's always a tough line to walk because at the end of the day most people running these things are volunteers and just don't want to catch the heat for it um i i certainly don't want to like get into arguments and have to deal with telling grown adults off over a game of toy soldiers it's just not a thing i particularly enjoy spending time doing so it's always hard to find the incentive in there obviously the incentive is the, the people around you have better games but trying to solve that with conversations is maybe better than trying to solve it with you know strict structures
3: Yeah, and I can say the same thing from for running events for the last couple of years Um, Our local by local, I mean all of Ontario. So pretty big player base. Um, We have a a TO chat where we log uh, cards that come up um, Interactions that happen and also interactions that we are told about by TOs outside of our region about our players So we had a player who had been carded at an event um, locally And then a week later he was red carded at an event down in the States Uh, and so we were just like okay we need to have a chat with this individual because this is this is a really bad pattern that is that is starting to form uh, and people are complaining and that's where as TOS we really need to take action ideally it never reaches that point the discussions are had earlier on and um, issues are addressed people players take breaks whatever however it ends up coming about Um, and it never reaches that point, uh, but it did reach that point with this one player. Um, yeah, in terms of like the, the circuits as a whole handling it, it's really difficult. Um, because no, like no formal group ever wants to be dealing with disciplinary issues, even though in the interest of making the experience better for players, it's something that has to be done one way or the other. Uh, Because a lot of the time it's, it's, you don't want to catch heat. You don't want to catch the blowback Uh, in some cases reputed or uh, or confirmed cheaters are um, part of larger groups, part of larger teams that will take their side in things uh, and will, you know, defend them or boycott your events or do whatever that makes your life as a TO miserable if it's not handled very delicately.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely can be rough. Yeah, it's very easy
3: to burn a bridge
1: and you have to be especially if like running events is contingent on like that group showing up especially we had that in, the, in Scotland a while back where there was like a group of like five people that always traveled with one guy who was like a huge cheat and we eventually were just like we can't keep this up and just cut the tie and like event size suffer for a bit and you just kind of have to deal with that I suppose because the work it's like I don't know do you really want the business but
3: well, we had a really good example of that actually locally. So, um, the we run. Well, I'm not directly involved. With it. I'm just a, a rules guy. Uh, but there's an Ontario league that runs two, three seasons a year. Um, that each each city or region, subregion within the province, will run their own league. Uh, and one league, the coordinator actually suspended the league because he identified that bad actors were ruining the experience for everyone else. And rather than just you know. He wanted to make an example of this is what happens when you ruin the experience for other players, you just don't get to play. Right. And no one gets to play and people know that it's your fault. Um, but at the same time, it's also really difficult to do to make a decision like that because yeah. you're you're putting them on blast and they're going to come back after you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, Ideally, like this is me pipe dreaming it. Ideally. We have GW helping us run things and coordinating that kind of thing, but that's not going to happen anytime soon. I
1: it's also like. a lot of like when it's an organization doing it, you open yourself up to things like defamation and libel and all yeah that kind of stuff as well, which is it just...
3: gets really challenging. Uh, Sam I mean... Lemon points out that uh, Australia and New Zealand have a national group that reports player behavior and helps in handing out bans and actions as necessary. That actually sounds really good. Um, expanding the 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 Ontario group kind of does that to a degree um expanding it to more of a national level would be really good but then we and we would also like to work with um more of the northeastern guys so the one benefit to the unified tournament circuit is that most of those TOs are now all in a chat so if something does come up with a player locally the TOs can be made aware of it and whether there's disciplinary action or not they can at least keep an eye on that player and if something comes up they know there's a pattern there it's not just a one-off
0: Right. I mean, I like the magic thing. Like magic has their own, you know, they have a list, they have a, they have a situation. Like it's all set in place. Like you do, you know, they have these, you have a band for this long, you're, you know, it's documented. Everybody knows, you know, what's going on. So, you know, and I also like the deal of your local judge or the judge in your area. I guess this would work in like ITC format, you know, or games workshop if they step in where you have a representative for your state. And your state representative comes to you and goes, hey, man, so I hear you're at some events and I hear you're not doing so well at these events. Let's talk about this stuff because, you know, if you are to continue to go to events, we need you to be better. So how can we fix this? What's going on? What's 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 happening? So I think that would be really cool, too. Um, It's a lot of stuff, you know, like it's a lot of work. And again, like you guys said, 90 percent of this stuff is volunteer work. So. Nobody gets paid, nobody gets done. And the thing about Magic is, is that there are, I wouldn't call them paid, but they are They're the compensated. Judges. They are compensated, yeah. right? But they do take tests, they are compensated. So there is definitely a level of professionalism uh, professionalism where they can do, you know, this kind of work and it is available for them to to utilize the, you know, the resources that they have, like yeah. their website, documenting things like that, so
3: to that point it is kind of a you know a good thing you know calzone gave me points out the magic is all centralized through wizards of the coast themselves and their digital to system so they have formalized this system they have judged systems they have judged tiers they have training they have certification all of this you know just it takes resources for, for wizards of the coast but they've seen the benefit of it in yeah. their tournament system as a result because it is people players trust if it is a Magic event, then you will have a tier one, two, or whatever judge involved with the event that will handle everything. Yeah. And the most important part of that, because they are compensated, because they are organized through wizards, there's accountability. So you yeah. don't run into the judge at this event said that my that my opponent could split fire at a boat and its contents. And when yeah. that comes up, you're just like, well, that nothing we can do about that.
0: that. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's that too. There's also the the set you know uh penalties right like there's a set penalty you know exactly what's going on so instead of you being the bad guy who's like "Well, he he banned me from all these events for two years it's like actually i didn't ban you the you know the higher you know the actual rank system it was not me
3: personally i took this back and this was the decision that was that was this was
0: or this is set in stone on a piece of paper you do this It's this long of a ban. You do this, it's this long of a ban. Game losses, points losses, whatever it's going to be, that's what it is, right? And then it takes all of the stress off of you guys as judges because you're not the ones that are going like, I don't know what to do here, so I guess I'll make – I'll go light because I don't – like you guys said, I don't want to get in trouble, right? I don't want to be the guy who everybody hates because they made their friend you know not be able to come to events or points loss and stuff like that, so –
3: yeah, and this is the thing uh, Lewis also points out. You can look up the, the Match Gathering penalty document is available to the public. Um, this is actually something that I'm working on internally, um, following some feedback from this weekend. Uh, so f- going forward, all of the events that I'm going to... Most of the events that I'm going to be involved with running are being run in partnership with Dan Morris, friend of the show, and Nick Blackburn. We formed a little organization that we're calling Breath Weapon Gaming that's going to be running events out of the Ottawa-Petawawa area, but then also going elsewhere. We're kind of looking to do what... Um, uh, what was it? Away games? Was, you said that that did the uh, Richmond Open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, looking to do something similar to what they do, where we'll run and coordinate our own events, but also be available as hired judges, as um, as event consultants, or even runners for other people when they want to run local stuff. Uh, but one of the things that came up this weekend was I had to do a snap decision about because someone was discovered to have an illegal list, um, and it it came down to it, it was an issue with the Battle Scribe output. Um, And the player hadn't double-checked to make sure everything was correct. And he was starting with one CP more than he should have. Um, And he ran for three games with that extra CP. It was brought to my attention on the Saturday night. Sunday morning, I talked to the player. And as I was talking to the player, I was on the fly having to figure out how to handle it. So I got some feedback from both him and the player that he was playing at the tables, Like, you guys need to have some, like, formalized penalties. Like, they didn't feel that the penalty was unfair, but they did notice that I struggled to be like, this is what it should be. Because yeah. I hadn't written that down. And so having those formalized uh, penalties also makes it very clear. It's like if you have an illegal list, it's 20 points in the yellow. There's no questions asked. There's none of this. You know what the expectation is. Yeah. Um, we were talking with some people earlier um, about how just in general events should handle late list subs. Uh, because one of the things that has come up recently uh, with GW previewing the new mission system is you're going to have deployment uh, mission rule primary uh, scoring mm-hmm. Uh a huge number of combinations. I can't remember what they said. I think it was something like 12 mission rules, nine mission, primary missions, and like five deployments. So you have a insane number of combinations there. And there are some combinations that I'm sure certain armies will play to better than others, knowing those ahead of time uh, is an advantage. And so what some TOs are talking about doing is announcing those missions after lists up. But if you then say, well, I'll take the list penalty because I can submit late knowing what the missions are and get an advantage out of that especially if you it's just around one penalty well what does that do yeah and so I it's think... just like figuring out the best way of dealing with something like that um we want to formalize that for that exact same reason
2: i just think that like just because the missions are changing it doesn't mean we have to lose all control over them i don't like that part of things but i get i think that in general <laughs> lists should be like list late submission should have a
3: fairly stark penalty sure. to it but i yeah. mean for my events i've always announced missions after list lock um, just makes yeah. things more interesting. Um, All this dust was an exception because Nick was working with me and Nick was like, no, no, we need to have the missions defined. And I was like, but it's more fun when your players don't know what they're expecting. No.
1: <laughs> you just no. have to
3: expect for, there's nine missions, you're going to play five of them or six of them.
1: Yeah. Trolling. Right. Moving sharply on, who's the best adder and subtractor on stat check? Anthony, every day. That's right. Anthony loves OC. Yep. Um, OC versus OPSEC, which is better? We're not. Anthony is too long on this one. Anthony cannot answer this in a succinct fashion.
2: Yep. Oh, we lost Dennis.
1: No, just camera. Sorry. Need oh. to sneeze.
2: <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh...
3: When do we have the hot takes or gossip episode for maximum algorithm engagement? That's Cliff's thing. That's the full <laughs> hot takes is Cliff's show. We're not taking it off him.
1: The second he wants to make it happen, we'll make it happen.
3: Yep. Yep. Uh, we will probably do any other stats deep dive in a couple of weeks as we review arcs since the data slate um, because there's really nothing else to talk. And we'll also start doing some retrospective episodes because everyone likes talking about um, Harlequins at launch and Tyranids at with... Oh, Crusher. I have some cool ideas for some retrospective episodes we'll some of those together.
1: Yeah. But <sighs> uh, can we have a tall pony emoji? Absolutely not. <laughs> You guys didn't respond very well to my toe. You're not responding well to Tim's. So, um, that's a, definitely a Discord reference. Who do you feel the target audience is for this show, and how do you, who do you feel supports it? Um, I don't know. I, feel, I think sorry,
2: Anthony. I would say that the target audience is just like it's a very wide range from like people interested in attending tournaments and math nerds through like people that are regular tournament attendees that are like bleeding edge chasing the meta and everywhere in between
1: i think the philosophy we've always tried to go with is StatCheck is a vehicle for us to create the content that we want we would want to interact with that we want yeah. to make that we want to write that we want to read that we want to listen to and the hope is that the audience follows us on that there's yeah. a little bit of focus on like we try to make things that are aimed at different levels obviously a lot of the discussion that we have on the show is kind of either toilet humor or aimed at each other's level of competence like there's kind of not much in between uh um, that's disingenuous like we, we try to try to capture a broad spectrum as Anthony said um but yeah. we we make the show we make the show that we want and we hope you guys are along for the ride is honestly the, the best answer I have
3: yeah I would say that it was like what was done here was started out of an attempt to fill a void that we perceived which was uh both stats coverage but also skilled player commentary on the meta and those two together is really important and then it's branched into other areas which we again have seen gaps in like x and one where it's appealing to those that don't have a ton of time to commit to the hobby but still want to do their best uh, and enter the matrix where it's all about teams because everyone here is super passionate about teams play and there is very little content if any for team that covers teams especially to that depth yes
1: yeah. And when then we tried to do a little bit on like making top level play accessible, like that you can see into the window of it a little bit, because mm-hmm. it can be a little bit of a black box. Um, I know there are a lot of people who are very good at talking about their experiences with top level play, but sometimes it can be a little bit opaque and we do our best to, you know, be normal human beings while we're talking about top level play so that you can all see that the top best person for 4 here are just little autistic assholes as well. <laughs> i wish i was kidding uh (laughs) i just tj like his eggs over easy
0: nice dippy dippy eggs as it were uh some people refer to and so um,
3: what kind of toast with them then
0: uh rye sourdough or rye either one of those is 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 down i'm down for um i do wear ties for every podcast because i wear ties every day
1: i've seen tj in PJs, it okay. was terrifying. PJ Long again.
3: It's yeah. unsettling. <laughs> okay.
1: So, okay. Which faction focus has excited each of you the most?
2: I think I was pretty excited that CSM didn't just get like on the fourth Tuesday of the random Wednesday, you get plus one to hit against <laughs> Ultramarines in their deployment zone. So that was pretty cool. Um, Demons is really fucking cool and like cool enough that i will likely pick them up but it wasn't as exciting as yes i'm getting like vaguely functional rules i was actually like legitimately surprised that that happened
0: yeah like all the chaos stuff with less of the randoms that they have in this edition i was excited for so i
1: personally thought the marines one was the most interesting one we have seen so i really like the like dynamics of the combat doctrines yes. and i think that's a super cool interesting way to give marines flexibility oh, cool. without giving them full power and I oh. like Marines. And I wasn't that impre- wasn't that impressed by the Nids one. And those are the two main factors of player. Bellacore is the most impressive data sheet you've seen. That was by far the one I've with. No,
0: way. it's the Swarm
1: Lord. Come that, on was on, a, that was a <laughs> spicy take saying that the Marine Corps <laughs> don't give them all power, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't just give them stats. Like, that's what I was... Like, doctrines without just being, hey, here's...
3: Yeah, the 28. doctrines on their own.
1: Like I was fairly and then like Dolman's data sheet was cool as hell. Like I was fairly happy with the Marines one. Now yeah, I'm excited it's one. Any- I like any- the Swarmlord yeah. data sheet and not much else. So yeah, that's
3: fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna throw out a hot take here. I actually really like the Necron's one. And the reason for that is because I am fed up with reanimation protocols in ninth edition, because it slows <laughs> down the game so much. Dude, I have an game, they- bro.
2: I have it on good authority that 10th is going to be really fast if you don't interact with 40% <laughs> of the mechanics every turn. Or what? Uh, I'm fully
0: obsec with pregame move for every Necron player in the in the entire edition. That's all we
1: had.
3: Yeah, I, just, just mark me down for 15 on no prisoners. I don't care because you're going to mark me 45 on these.
1: Yeah, yeah I really like those... One of one of the, the guys in one of the one of the men was like, "So I played against um eighteen Necron destroyers and I killed forty seven of them. How many do you think were alive at the
3: end of the game?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Necron warriors would be as four plus, but if when they're led by a lord, they get plus one to hit. And no one's really running Necron warriors. It's a lot of
2: each other here. Come on
0: now,
3: yeah, they're also
2: leadership seven, which is the same as like guardsmen, which just seems wrong. But
3: or you can well,
1: just make
2: guys, is... or, or they'll be cheap as shit. And you get to take get a giant fucking pile of them that come well, back. Yeah, like
3: life. if silver tide is back. Then that reanimation protocol, especially if you can trigger it out of your own command phase, will be fucking hilarious. There's no
1: way reanimators and ghost arcs don't do that as well, by the way. Of like, course, they don't. No chance whatsoever. And, yep. um, and we haven't reanimation, seen now, reanimation, yeah, reanimation right? orbs.
3: Yeah. Or yeah, or there, there is so much more to like, be seen no there. There's no way but the, there aren't like four ways to trigger that. No. The yeah. base ability is there. Tell me that there is a lot of potential. Yep. We'll see how it goes. So, yep. that's, what, that's one that had me most excited.
2: I like the uh, idea of leaning
1: into the zombie horde aspect of Necroft yeah. a little bit.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. it makes it so that I specifically won't play them, but it is really good for making sure that they're enjoyable to play against, and I'm excited for them to be around in that fashion. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, I don't think, personally, I've been disappointed. To, that I don't think I've really been disappointed by them. I think the guards is the most stale, but I also think that that's guards' faction identity. So Yeah, yeah. guards was quite boring. But I, I also, like, I was broadly happy to see orders move to a more simple yes. plan that still contains power but isn't like yeah not different orders from yeah I think not I just get gaslit. Is
3: great.
2: I think You're I just like... get gaslit by a guard player every time I play them they're like I'm yeah, I just like...
3: I yep. just started
1: refusing to acknowledge an order unless there's a token on the board. If it doesn't say there's an order on that unit, there's no order on that unit. I'm I'm
0: like, oh, uh, I'll just do this order and then this unit, this unit, this unit, this unit gets it, and then this other guy does this order, and then all these guys get it, and then everyone on the board gets it. I'm like, I uh, sure, man,
1: whatever. I don't care. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> I tell me say, how you scored a flexible command for five this turn.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I played two food. games where I put tokens on every single unit that we get an order, and I gave up on that because it was just impossible. Like Save. it slowed the game down so if much. So it market, means it doesn't exist. It means that that order system never should have existed like that. Sure,
2: probably not.
3: Which it appears, at least from the preview that we got, the regimental tactics, the order spreading is gone. Yeah, we all this know. is like twenty-four trained six orders. Yep. <laughs> God, please no. Uh, the one thing that I did also really like from the guard preview is getting cover if you're behind a bane blade.
1: That, yes, explodes that, was, for, that, that explodes, explodes for D
3: six yeah. plus two mortal wounds.
1: I did not like the auto cannon being like one point worse on the, on stats than the than the the, the, the battle yeah. Cannon. We won't talk about
3: that. There is definitely some weird things that they've done with this granularity that they found.
1: Yeah, I do like the broad
3: AP reduction though. It's
1: kind it's of awesome. it, but it, it feels like look how much What, what is, happened to the Swarm swarmlord, Dennis? Come on now, big Lord swarm swarm fan. Love the stats one. He does fecky stuff. Like, he's not really a beat stick, but he's he's still pretty okay in combat. He's good I, I like him. He's cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's, you know, he's probably like the least powerful of the centerpiece units we've seen in terms of like raw stats, but has some really cool extra rules that go with that. And we'll probably be cheaper. Like I'm cool with that. He's also a leader, so we can go in units. Parent guard are going to be amazing. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, that and is
3: actually cool. kind of terrifying. Oh, I didn't. I forgot that he gives you a CP in your command phase. Yeah, he gives you an XP, and he just gets to say your commander will cost one more. Screw you. He, uh, he's definitely cooler than
2: like the Monolith, right?
3: Yeah, but I don't. know. Uh, no, no, the no. Monolith the Monolith is super too. cool. I don't also, think. the monolith, yeah, just, like, has a Veil of Darkness stable to it. Like, that's cool yeah. as hell. but No, it's not Veil. It's grab a unit somewhere else on the tabletop and teleport it to the yeah, monolith. Exactly. No, with no cool. restrictions on it. where it can be placed, aside from wholly within six of the monolith. Yeah, that um, won't be, be frustrating problem. to, uh, you
1: know, to use the words uh, And all with all the long long.
3: monolith, they also preview that sustained hits can have any value, including D3.
1: I think you yeah. knew that already because they previewed Tesla, but...
3: Yeah. No, because Tesla sustained hits two. This one actually yeah. had a variable value to it. Oh, right. You think so, like, we could see something like wild that's like sustained hits d6 because it's funny. Help Hell yeah! Him, please that's no. <laughs> that is the stooped up shocker, and it's coming back.
1: Yeah, two <laughs> d6 shots, sustained hits d6. You, you hear it now? <laughs>
3: no, that's just the new Daka Daka rule. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that all
1: your all your Daka weapons become uh, sustained hits d6. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just orc player just rolling themselves into a stupor in the corner.
3: Yeah. yeah, Mark Roberts, I agree. The the Void Dragon does look decent. Um my one concern with him is he doesn't have leader, doesn't have independent operative, and only has half damage, which means he shows his face, he dies. Does he have stealth? Uh I don't know. Probably not. Right. Necrons, look at the data sheet. Where is he? Void dragon. Void dragon? We don't know because we just saw the spear.
1: Oh, um, yeah. okay or did they just say he has
3: hot damage i think they said it somewhere i don't actually remember anymore
1: yeah there's a lot
2: of rules that are like does he have that was that the other one
3: yeah it was mentioned somewhere i don't know give me the damn index gw just let me read everything at once and then we can actually have informed hot takes
1: yeah Yeah, i mean i like all of the like tank all like all the like characters all that just like heal d3 in every command phase as well like you'll probably be able to kill for that reason alone
3: yeah, yeah you do actually.
1: All dragged by precision weapons. Living metal. Right. Next one. Do you think the tenth combat patrol has a chance of being a viable tournament format? Probably no. not. No. I think it'll be yeah. an interesting one, but I don't think it's going to be balanced enough. For it, that,
3: it'll be a good beer hammer or like Friday night with the friend with the, with the guys thing. It what it will be is an excellent way to get people into the game. Yes. Because I you can say, sure. buy we this box, show up Thursday nights, and you play with this box and all the rules are already ready for you. You don't need yeah. to make any decisions but, about building your army. They have been balanced against each other, supposedly. Yeah. I don't really know how 20 poxwalkers balances against a Redemptor. It's, it's, it's,
1: but poxwalkers and Typhus, thank you.
3: Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Makes things um, every, no, so just much just better. You
1: guys. Just, just you guys. Um, do you think the Demon's strike mechanic gives any leads to the GSC strike mechanic? Probably not. I don't think it's... I, it's I don't really,
3: think, yeah. I
0: don't think the correlation is the same, but I, it does mean that they're going to keep some form of Deep Strike in for GSC, which is heartening because, like,
1: yeah. you know, I, would you, I don't think you could get rid of it. That's like the only... I, but it's part of their mechanic. Like it's awesome. part of their no, identity.
0: Like, you know, you just never know. So this allows you to at least be like, okay, well, now I know they're going to get something,
1: right? Mm. I wouldn't bet on it. It's Gene circles, bro. <laughs> they could I be... I don't know.
2: They're going to lean really they're... heavily
1: into the truck side of things, and they're just all Mad Max stuff. Yeah, they're going to be play. a mechanized Deep strike, and now they have to. Everything is transports. Right, oh. well. Anthony, we heard you've been playing a bunch of AOS lately. What has been some fun lessons learned from AOS, and how would you
2: summarize the game? Uh, so there's a lot of stuff in that game that you like can't do in 40k. Like I've been playing Blades of Corn in that game, right, and not like to compare them with World Eaters. Like they could not be more different. Uh, the Like, there's just a lot more room for the game to just, like, get crazy. Um, That said, I've said this about Sigmar in a couple places now. Sigmar is a fun game. It is not a good game. Uh, It is, like, hilariously unbalanced. Uh, Like, the things that armies can do are very silly. And as much as people try and tell you that the double doesn't matter, it just so does. Um... Armies in that game are crazy fast, or have, like, some of them have insane shooting. So sometimes you just get dealt with if you get doubled. Uh, and, like, if you're playing the game to, like, fuck about, that's not such a big deal. Like, I haven't super-minded having that happen, because I don't really care. But if you do care, and then it's tough. Like, I could never see that game replacing 40k. Uh, on the Sigmar topic, Jack uh, took them to a GT for the first time this weekend and won it uh so that community is probably slightly less competitively developed uh he played a super major winner in round one then three of the four people that are expected to be on a four-person team that'll win kansas city and then a guy that was 4-0 in the finals and won all of those games um in his first gt so this is jack harpster or harpster yep so uh yeah It's just, uh, it's a good time. It's not, it's a good time. It's not like a, you know, you don't play, like, at least for me, I wouldn't play Sigmar as, like, a test of my skills as a war gamer. but it is a good time to be like, woohoo, corn stuff,
1: bam, I just moved eight times. (laughs)
3: Okay.
1: Um, Sam asked the question about what we generally do in a team event review or recap. That's like a four-hour question, Sam. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Go and watch the Alpine review. That's the best I can do to being like, this is how we did a team event review, yeah. Um And TJ, what would it take for you to pick up Tyrannids again? Not much. Like, give
0: me rules that, that aren't like, hey, it's warrior spam. You play it or you don't. Or like, you know, nine zone throwups running across the table. Like, the reason I like Tyranids is the lore based stuff so i'm I'm very much into the lore i read all the books i you know very much into the horus heresy books you know i read all the stuff right now i'm reading gaunt's ghosts some some of the old ones so the lore of tyranids is very much like the endless swarm but in the past couple editions the endless Swarm sucks like you're not playing units of gaunts hormigants really like raveners were only good if you were playing them in kraken with like a double move like you're not playing a very diverse army you're playing like 18 warriors plus two tyrants plus some gargoyles for movement and then endless spore mines so i want to see more of like everything you know has a place because that's what tyranids are about like things are engineered on battlefields to deal with certain threats, and that's why tyranids are really cool for me. Um, so Tyrannids,
1: theoretically, should be the spammiest armies because they're just perfectly, 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 exactly the right thing for this fight, right? Like you should <laughs> always be just playing, like you know, if Stonecrusher Carnifex is the best unit here, your no. army should just.
0: No, stop! Because like, and the other thing too is like, no army has like three tyrants, right? And I get like, thematically, like in a lot of armies, this is the same case, like. With demons, like there is like triple demon princes running around, like Bellacor with the Lord of Change, you're just fucking hanging out and high fiving each other. I get that, however, like Tyranids, this edition was felt very polarized with that aspect. Like 18 warriors, two tyrants, to be fair, Lord, two
1: hive tyrants does represent like a 50% reduction in the minimum amount of five tyrants. It's true. <laughs> it's, it's true, I played, For one, no. I played
0: when they were five, I played when
1: they were six, like I it's played.
0: Like when played <laughs>
1: No, um or, or TJ would also accept Crusher back.
0: Yeah, Crusher was so much fun. Uh, mostly because Anthony wanted me to play Crusher. It like channeled it channeled Anthony for me. Anthony was like, TJ, you have to do this for me since I cannot. You're you're still
1: upset you never played that, right? Anthony? He was
0: so yeah. like, I've never seen Anthony more proud of me than when he was the table behind me and his Harlequin buddy, you know, like oh, Brothers boy. in Arms was playing. Right. And he was like, Yep, yeah, I'm playing Arquins Crusher. He's like, I'm pretty sure how this, I know how this goes. This should be pretty good. And like Anthony turns around later on and he's like, What score is like 27 to 100? And Anthony's like, My man, my man. I'm so he came over and hugged me. Like, I didn't win the tournament till later. Like, I didn't do any of that stuff. I didn't go undefeated. It was just like game three. But he was so excited because he was like, I cannot do this, but you have done this for me. So, yeah. Thank you for doing what I could not.
2: That yeah. tournament was uh, my first one with light and it was a real experience. Oh. Yep.
1: <laughs> you am uh, gonna or less answered it. Zane asked, what do you think is the best strategy to get over anger or frustration or panic responses in games? Is it better just to just accept that the game's done because your mental state's in the share or try and push through the mental block? I don't typically
2: experience that unless my opponent is truly awful. Um, But a lot of that comes from having... 13 years of experience competing in various things before I got into 40k. You had the literal shit kicked out of you, so... Yeah, I was gonna say, some of them were, like, literal fights. Um, So, like, I think for me a lot of the like when a game gets stressful the most stressful a game ever gets to me is like i'm gonna lose a game of warhammer and that's all right but i know that like i don't it's not helpful right like it's like like i don't have helpful advice here because it's like i'm able to stay pretty even keeled because it's like the worst thing that happens if i lose but if the losing is what's making you panic that's not helpful right um so i don't really like i can sympathize but i can't empathize <laughs> yeah
0: um, can't win them all right cannot win everything if you were going to win everything then you would, you're playing the wrong game you should play something where there's money involved so you can actually go and make some money like don't play this if you just never lose right so
1: did i, did did I, I tell the Mike Brandt um like announcement story on the show last week no, no. Okay, so mike brandt comes on the loudspeaker at the start of Warhammer fest is like every single one of you will yes. lose this
3: tournament and I looked at him, and I went, fucking, me, not, I won't. Not me. He not, not me. just <laughs> <laughs> took that one personally.
1: Yeah. I literally true. looked at people, like, my teammates, I was like,
2: no, not happening. <laughs> does your teammates include Brian? Because he clearly does not feel that way.
1: Well, Brian actually lost two games that tournament. So. Yeah, got him. But, I, you know, bad. I
0: mean, I think, you know, like, the more games you lose, the more comfortable you get at it. And you understand that, like, it's all part of the process, right? And the last thing I'll say is you learn more when you lose than when you win. And if you're winning Correct. games and just going like, nah, I won, it's cool, you're doing it wrong. You should be learning something from when you win, too. You should be analyzing your gameplay and understanding you could have done a better job. So if you do both those things, I think you prepare yourself a little better for when you lose games.
1: Yeah, I'll quickly yeah. go on this one a little bit more because I have a really shit relationship with losing games before Okay, I am really bad at it. Uh, I do not enjoy it and I get very negative when it happens. Um, huh. No, I know, right? Oh, who'd have guessed? Uh, I, yeah, no, I, I struggle a lot with losing in 40k because it's a lot of like personal identity and being good at it is something that, you know, I expect myself to be. So like, it, it's always difficult. Um, and then like being a social awkward nerd on top of that, and just like, you know, it gets awkward when you're at a tournament, you're like socially burned out and also you're having to be like nice to the guy who's just ruined your dreams. Um so you know it can be difficult um best advice i've got for it is that you for starters are going to have to push through it to some degree because if you want to continue playing 40k you're going to lose games of 40k um it's definitely something i've gotten better at over time um i have the advantage of i've lost more games than most people will play of 40k which is you know always a weird thing to play because you know even if you win 90 percent of your games if you play 300 games you're going to lose 30 of them um there's just no way around that right you nobody is maintaining that consistently right Try and like a little bit detach it from, like, are you enjoying the process of playing the games of Fortnite? Like, do you enjoy just playing games? If not, maybe consider whether like practicing for events and things like that is right for you. Because if you're just, you know, the only thing that you're enjoying is the outcome, you're not actually enjoying the process very much, and you're just putting yourself through the ringer for it for no reason. Maybe reevaluate your relationship with it. Maybe consider how much you want to win versus how much you are making yourself do it for the sake of it um i know that's not super helpful in terms of like hey if you if this is a thing you want then you're going to have to push through it if it, you're looking at it back and you realize it's not a thing you want consider how much you're putting yourself through for the sake of something that you're just doing because it's there i remembered a better answer
2: so one of the major like selling points as far as i'm considered like oh, you know concerned in coaching is actually that you can get specific preparation so that when you get to an event like i find for me at least a lot of the things that like trigger those like oh shit it's getting crazy moments where i'm like freaking out is stuff that i'm not prepared for like i didn't know how to handle a situation and i've ended up in that situation i've i've fucked around and found out basically and the finding out process is very stressful sometimes usually what you like leading into an event if you are like well practiced and going into it with enough practice games you can avoid a lot of those feelings because you don't have to be as anxious you don't have to let like the the imposter syndrome so to speak win because you can be like no i prepped i am prepared i know what to do when this happens and you can have like a more positive framing of the experience that way and that helped me a lot
1: the other one is just like take a Take a step back. If you're having like you know something go wrong in a game, and you're having like an actual stress response to it or something like, tell your opponent or just sit down for two minutes. If you're playing a practice game and you're just like playing with a friend, nobody's going to care. Especially if you've let them know beforehand, that it's something that could happen or it's yeah. likely to happen if it goes something bad. Give yourself the space and give yourself like you know be there for yourself a little bit. Like right? back yourself in terms of understand what could happen, have a plan for it hope it doesn't happen try and do better next time right that's all you can really do is just do a little bit better next time if it takes you five ten games of having this go through and you think that's worth it for you then just try and do a little bit better every time that, that's all you can really do yeah
3: yeah um i will say one thing that we've that we've said multiple times on this pod uh with regards to winning the mental game um is don't be afraid to take a break um either like a long break, a short break. If you're in the middle of a game and you find yourself getting anxious and pent up and built up, um
2: talk to you, fuck yeah. off to me.
3: I'm gonna go take a breather. I'm gonna go take a walk. I need yep. to just clear my head. I wanna enjoy this game with you. It's nothing against you. Like reassure your opponent, there's nothing wrong. It's just I gotta clear my head. I wanna enjoy this game with you. I'll be back in five. Go walk around the venue, go get some water, clear Don't your pick up
1: smoking for it, but if you do smoke, go for a smoke. <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah, sure. Don't, I would don't, recommend don't take taking a musical
1: yeah. mechanism, but if you're yeah. already there, it's yeah. a bathroom um, water. You
0: know, just
3: yeah, take chill. care of yourself.
0: Yeah, it it's important. You know,
3: and sometimes maybe you take a break from the game for a little while. Um, I've done that a couple times where I've had where I've where I've where I've been on the edge of kind of event burnout, and I've been like, I'm not going to go to that event because I'm I'm noticing my play is starting to suffer. I'm getting too hung up on the mistakes that I'm making and i'm not enjoying myself oh uh
2: this is not necessarily good advice but uh oh good maybe play a different army uh it's real easy to a lot of the armies in the game are like way more stressful than some other armies if you're out there trying to like 48 step galaxy brain with dsc maybe take some time and play some uh you know well leaders Crusher, I don't really actually recommend world leaders. That one phase life can be stressful as shit if you're actually trying to win games.
3: Yeah, but um, you play quickly if you even if you play badly. But I yeah, think
2: that doesn't feel good either. Like <laughs> you
0: yeah, know, but I think that's one of the things that you guys are talking about where you guys are like identify the reasons in which you are playing this game, right? Are you playing this game because you want to win? Well, then maybe you should play a different army, right? Because maybe right. Yeah. you should play something that's stronger, something that has less losing, you know, uh conditions. You know, okay. yeah.
1: So I mean like yeah is definitely something important. So there's also a thing to said like if you're gonna go down the go down the spiral, give yourself a binary win condition isn't the yep. isn't the worst. You'd like play an army that just does its thing and you can all yep. pilot it. Because yep. that's the best the best thing for like getting your head into like thinking about all the things around the game is to not think about the game as much. Right. Yeah. Don't try to solve two fish two two issues at once, like fix the variables. Yep. All right, what else we got? Right, we got TJ, what would it take for you to run the AOR Zyngor list at your next event? A whole bunch of money. <laughs> yeah, like a whole bunch of money.
3: Pay for his next three events after that, and he might do it. Yeah,
0: yeah, that would be pay – Pay for, for, my... pay. Pay for me to go to WTC, to, to go to Warmasters, and then well, I'll, I'll do it. No problem. I'll do it with a smile <laughs> on my face. I'll fucking dress up in a goat outfit. You won't even – I'll
1: fucking do it, man. I'll go to the costume shop, get a fucking goat head,
2: and I'll wear it. You have to spray it blue, obviously. No worries, you, dude. I'll yeah. paint it blue. I'm not gonna
0: spray that shit. I'm gonna fucking airbrush and do all the highlight details and shit. I'll come it's in wearing great. a pot and pan instead of a sword and shield. I'll just have yeah, like yeah. A, in a pot. Yeah. Yeah, Hell we'll yeah. do it. I'll do the whole thing. You just gotta pay for me to go to WTC. So <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is.
1: There's oh, also a general question. I'll make in go there noises for you. on the table. <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a feedback request for a T Suns list, TJ. I'm not gonna on the show. Uh, go <laughs> take a look and check it down, yeah. like, if you have a yeah, chance. Someone can shoot me the uh, list. I'm in stat
0: check. So if you guys have questions, you yeah, can literally uh, ask. Evader, evader,
1: just ping KJ ping in the Chaos channel. Yeah. Um, and that's it. So anything from the chat? Uh, what do you think of the mission previews And do you think they will work well at a tournament setting? Yeah, they'll be fine. If the missions work fine now. They'll just be a different way of dealing, doing things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am an adaptation type. And we're sitting there against my elder opponent. Like, I really hope, I'm, please, just not Donald War. Not Donald War. I'm not. Uh <laughs> oh. How
0: much are plane tickets? I saw. I saw, bro. I saw. I don't know, man. That trip is like, that trip's probably going to cost like three grand. I'm not going yeah, It won't man. be that much. I fucked two, around two of, and a
3: half. Depends I went to, if you can get shared okay. accommodations. I went to, it's two
2: and a half it was no it was less than that because i went to scotland first and the whole thing was like two i mean i still gotta go get the hotel i don't know i haven't
0: looked into it yet i'm assuming yeah. i would assume like two grand sure yeah. you gave me two grand to go to an event and run goat boys i would do it no it's problem. fuck That's out that. them goats yeah, yeah I would a, a,
1: a raper for is legit for world eaters. i don't think that unit exists bro like this no it yeah. exists it's real you can run it. The yeah, you take the quad board. heavy bolter ones. You
0: yeah, yeah. Care. When the when the world eaters get when they finish lugging it onto the battlefield, they get in their bloodlust and they run. Actually, the people who are running the vehicle just start. They run away from it, so you actually yeah. don't get to use them. You probably.
2: can set it up on the field, but then that unit becomes a squad of five berserkers, and your list yeah. is over there, and it goes over there. Yeah, just <laughs> the world eaters out. are just like chucking the rapier mortar battery out,
0: just All like right. throwing
2: the grenades. How much to play goats
0: at warmaster double not, it, yeah. we're playing four grand year, so i don't yeah. even know that i could do it at four grand because like i'm trying to like get the sportsmanship up everybody have a really good time playing me i mean like, have oh, a everyone great time. time everyone have a great time <laughs> yeah i bet
2: thankfully <laughs> hey, i don't think goats are gonna be an army when we get to 10th edition but dude yeah. if that's what if that's their detachment <laughs> no <laughs> nah, <dude. laughs> Faction focus. Oh uh, no, we get our faction focus, and they just talk about
0: the cult of change. It's all goat. It's it's a goat preview. Yeah, like, yeah Sandors, the goat shaman. I'm like, Where the fuck is Magnus. I'm like, nah, magnets is often the fucking. You know, <laughs>
1: you're only to run goats and the Lord of Change, so you yeah. can have the farm list. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the and goats, the nose, bro. Fuck yeah.
0: yeah. I'm playing Farm Life here. I'm playing Sims right now.
1: Yep. <laughs> right. Should we finish up? Yes, probably. All right, folks. Thank you so much for being with us. TJ, would you like to do your plugs? Sure. Yeah, so I have a Patreon, Lord of Chaos. I also have a Facebook page.
0: Facebook page is free to join. I do a sit and chat every week where you guys can ask questions. I'll be doing a lot of stuff uh, coming soon for 10th edition. I'm sure when me and Anthony get the books for 10th edition, we will be doing some uh, some stat check videos slash stuff to go over chaos things. So you, even that you know uh and my patreon is five dollars a month it's a cup of coffee and i do tons of videos recaps
1: and all that good stuff so but yeah thanks so much for having me guys yeah thank you so much for
3: being pleasure here. to have, we have here. you
1: we also have a bunch of stuff i mentioned it earlier um i should probably mention it again uh patreon patreon.com slash five dollars a month you to our discord and all of our bonus content anthony i don't want to is it is it is it the missus is it the cat No,
2: it's just the like we have stuff ah fuck i should talk about it that's
1: how i pay the bills it was just like yeah bro you probably should do yeah yeah i know but it's always i know that i have to do it at eyeball but it's always a little bit of a chore Um, (laughs) otherwise youtube.com slash c slash stat check is where you can catch the live show every tuesday at 11 p.m gmt 6 p.m eastern good job I'm getting there. I'm, I'm learning. It. I'm learning my numbers. I got to know the numbers for OC, so I'm, I'm learning. Yeah, to <laughs> um, otherwise, check out the other shows on our network, which are also available on the YouTube channel. That is Enter the Matrix and X and One. Finally, there is coaching available if you're interested. That is by myself and Typhus. Just drop us an email at coaching at stat and let us know who you're interested in speaking to, and we're more than happy to drop you a message, uh, set up an introductory call, and all that kind of thing. Since goat Alaska related shenanigans zero, that is always the truth. There are always goat related shenanigans. We're constantly. Um, my favorite a Taylor life Swift life. song is the one with the goat. So, um, <laughs> that's all I got. That's all I go. We did it. That's all you goat. Thanks everybody oh, for being with us. We will catch you next week. Bye bye. Nerf
2: time. For more shows like this, check out the Goonhammer Media Network. More info
3: at media goonhammer.com